So Adam, welcome back. Thanks for coming back with us. Thanks for having me again, Jeremy. Yeah, I had one question. I know you had to run last time, but I really wanted to ask you, you know, just in terms of where you draw inspiration or for people who enjoyed the book, you know, what are companies that they ought to follow that are just kind of representing these ideas of, you know, breaking through successfully, allowing the space to have these breakthroughs and or who are human beings that they ought to follow that are just, you know, really good examples of some of the things that you teach in the book? Yeah. So it's funny. A lot of the ideas in the book come from things I've read about companies doing or people doing that were, in my mind, quite successful. So one of the things that I do, and I've borrowed this, I think Google has been doing this for a while, or they've encouraged people who work at Google to do this, is over the course of many, many years, every time you see an idea that's even vaguely intelligent or interesting or different from what you've been thinking of in the past, you write it down. And so you end up having this log of your ideas of what you find interesting over time. And then when you go back to it, you can say to yourself, oh, this one topic just keeps coming up over and over and over again over a course of five or 10 years. And so it's great if you're trying to combine ideas together because you have this big long list of what seem to you to be good ideas. But also it shows you over time what you've been interested in and what you've been thinking about. So I think that's a really nice technique. I know Google does that. I have a friend, David Epstein, who does something similar. He has written some phenomenal books, Range, The Sports Gene, and then he has a podcast as well, and he has some other things that he's worked on. I think it's more about the ideas than where they come from, but I think I'd certainly recommend checking out Dave's ideas and Dave's books and his writing. And I think that idea of logging these smart ideas that come to you over time is useful because if you tell people, I want you to come up with a good idea right now, that's very difficult. But if you say, go back to this log of 20 years worth of ideas, which is what my log has become now, it's actually trivial come up with good ideas because they're all waiting for you. I love that, especially because you can refer back and look and say there was an idea that the time wasn't right for that then. And then you look back and you say, well, actually, market conditions or whatever make it a little bit better. Or you even maybe scratched out that idea and replaced it, you know, three pages later with a different, you know, version of that idea and then scratched that out. And then on page, you know, nine, you finally have like that final version, just as we all kind of get wiser as time goes on, like we talked about in our past conversation. Exactly. That's exactly right. Yeah. You do see ideas evolve as you put this list together and you see them ultimately become riper over time. Well, Adam, yeah, thanks so much for coming back for this Future Proof Extra. And if people have not listened to the original conversation, you know, we'll include a link back in the show notes and obviously to the book as well. Thanks so much again for coming back. Thanks for having me.